Hurry in for great deals during Ram Power Days. Ram, built to serve. Now get 10% below MSRP for an average of 6,183 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cab. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 6,183 average based on 10% below average MSRP from all 2023 Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cab models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 10-31-23. Ram is a registered trademark. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart, for I have overcome the world. John 16.33 Let's be real. Life is full of challenges. There's no escaping. As believers, we were never promised a perfect life. But as Jesus said to his disciples, take heart. In other words, be encouraged. He has overcome the world. Courage is having strength in the face of difficulty. Take Heart with Patty P is a radio podcast designed to encourage your faith in the midst of life's storms and to inspire men, women, moms and dads, single parents, business owners, and dreamers to pursue and fulfill God's unique plan and purpose for your life. Take Heart with Patty P offers faith-based encouragement along the journey for you to become all that God has made for you to be, even in the midst of difficulty, loss, or challenge. God uses everything in our lives. He really is for you. He is with you even when you don't see it or can't feel it. He has overcome the challenges in this world, and he enables us to do the same. So let's get started on today's show. Welcome to Take Heart with Patty P. Hello, and welcome to Take Heart with Patty P. My name is Patty Pakoulis, and I am the radio host for this podcast. And again, I am just so, so grateful that you are here with me. I made a tiny little reference to time in last week's show, and I mentioned that we all have 24 hours a day, and the fact that you are taking 25 to 30 minutes to listen to this just means the world to me because we all spend our time. It's very valuable, so just know how grateful I am that you're here. This is my fourth episode, and yes, I'm counting. It's significant for me. And the reason is I think about the number four, and it made me think about a house or a table with four corners, a table with four legs. And that number four, it's kind of like laying a foundation, laying like the cement foundation to a house or the fourth leg of a table. And how that foundation is really what I'm trying to kind of set as far as being a new show and sharing the heart of the show and the message of the show and, and my hopes and desires in it and um, just letting you know what it's all about. I wanted you to get to know me and my heart. I've shared family stories. I've shared a few of my own personal experiences. And I will be able in the future, and I'm looking forward to this, bring on other guests who have similar experiences or have stories of faith and of hope and of encouragement that they too can be able to share on this format. My greatest hope is really like the third tree in the tale of the three trees, and that is I really simply want to point to God. This week, as I speak from my heart, 
I'm going to trust that the words that come out today are exactly what needs to be said to encourage you right where you're at. I'd like to start by saying that, yes, this is a show on a Christian broadcast station, Faith Talk Radio, of which I am so honored to be a part of. But I also hope and pray that there are plenty of you listening who perhaps might not really even ascribe to the Christian faith. Maybe you're not even a believer. I have lots of friends in that category that I love dearly and that I hope they will still listen to the show. Or maybe you've been in a church, but you've gotten a little hurt or disillusioned. There is a lot of that. And my heart just really reaches out to you. I have had the wonderful experience of being a part of a church family with an amazing pastor when I was raising my children who used to say something that really stuck with me. He said, you know, as Christians, we need to be Jesus with skin. And I do love that I get the honor, uh, that I get to honor, you know, someone with a shout out to the people who've made an impact on my life. And so I just wanted to say that Pastor Mark Looning, former pastor of the Springs Church in Chandler and current pastor of Canyon Chapel in Flagstaff, Arizona, thank you, truly. There are so many things that I gleaned from you and your leadership, and that was one of them. So many concepts. We get to be Jesus with skin to a world or to people who might never, ever step foot inside a church building. In fact, you might be the only Jesus with skin they encounter. I know that is what the Lord means when he says, you know, we are the church, the people, you and I. It's not a building. It's not a program. It's not any one particular person, but it's us. We get to walk this out. We get to be Jesus and skin to people around us who may not know anything about the Christian faith. I'm never going to be that person that will point a finger at you or preach at you. That's just, that's not how God made me. That's not how he made my personality. I'm going to be the one who will love you, whether you choose to believe anything I have to say or not. You have free will. You have a choice. We all do. God gave us that amazing gift, the ability to choose, to exercise our free will. My job is to walk out the decision I made back in 1985 as best I could and be Jesus with skin on and point to the cross and point to heaven and to God and to tell others about his unconditional love for them. To every person who has ever made a decision to walk out faith in their lives, I hope and pray that I encourage you to hang on to God's hand and to squeeze tight, especially when it gets difficult to trust him. And to those who have maybe been hurt or damaged or disillusioned, I pray that you can look past the messengers and past the imperfect and maybe even difficult representatives of the faith and look to the one whose actions said it all on a cross. And to those who really don't even know if there is a God, I just pray that you would continue to listen and that somehow you're encouraged to continue on your own journey and maybe be open to the possibilities that maybe, just maybe, there is a God and maybe, just maybe, he really does love you. 
I had to really take a deep breath for today's episode because there are a lot of voices in my head. And there are a lot of people that I think about as I prepared. My mind begins to worry a little bit. Okay, what will they think if I say this? And what will they think if I say that? And the truth of the matter is that I have to bring those voices to the altar. I'm not here to steer anybody wrong. And as I said in the beginning, I'm not a theologian or a Bible scholar, but I am someone who put my faith in Christ for over 35 years. I'm a living testimony of his goodness and his graciousness. I've watched him provide. I've watched him protect. I've watched him breathe life into my children. I've watched him bring hope, and I've watched him heal hearts. I've watched him deliver others from despair, from depression, from drugs. I've watched him bring love back into my own life. I've watched the hand of God for years guide and protect and stretch and mold and even discipline me. So as I move forward, that fourth leg of the table, that foundation is that I'm not just speaking to Christians here. In fact, I'm praying that people who listen are people who maybe have even lost a little hope in the whole church thing. Sometimes we just need to be encouraged to look up and to stop looking at buildings and people and places, but to look up. I did have the amazing honor of raising my children in a very healthy church environment. So again, another shout out to both Pastor Gary Johnson and Mark Looning. My children got to see a very whole and healthy and balanced and beautiful church family that operated in love. I was afraid that maybe somewhere along the lines my kids might get, you know, hurt or have a bad experience. And it's so easy. It's just so easy to step away and go, it's all bad. I don't want anything to do with it. But at the end of the day, the one thing I've always said to them is that it's never about one particular person. It's never about one particular pastor. It's never about a church building or a program or about any one individual. It is about the one who walked on water and who claimed to be God in the flesh and who demonstrated to humanity, I love you so much. And even though I want this cup to pass from me, I will die on a cross for you. And guess what? You have the freedom to reject me and to say no. Or to trust that I am who I am. I am who I say I am. And that on that third day, I broke the power of hell and death. And I am alive. You can choose to believe in me or you can choose to walk away. I will never force you. But just know that what I did, I did because of my great love for you. So I say to you all, please don't let a person or a place or a pastor or, and I will say this, God bless our pastors. They're amazing. They have a difficult job. And I love and admire, and admire them tremendously. But give them grace. They're just people wanting to point up as well. 
Don't let a negative experience keep you from knowing the one who died on a cross for you. In this world, you will have trouble. I know I say that a lot. And in this world, unfortunately, there are difficult and evil people. It is real. But Jesus, he was not one of them. So please don't let someone who may have misrepresented him to take that choice off the table for you. I'm going to share a tiny bit about my own story, how I came to faith. My senior year in high school, I was on top of the world. I had just graduated and I got a full ride scholarship to go to the University of Utah to play softball for their softball team. I was excited. I was going away to college and everything was amazing. My first year when I got there, it wasn't easy. All of a sudden, you're no longer a big fish in a little pond. You're a little fish in a big pond. And that was difficult. I also had gained that freshman 15, and oh my goodness, that was not good. My coach was not happy, and I was not in the best of places. I was struggling. I was away from home. And at that time, I really didn't have a faith to guide me. I really didn't have a place to turn. The first boyfriend I ever had in high school, my high school sweetheart, had passed away. Within three days, he had gone to the hospital and developed a disease. I still don't know to this day exactly what, but in three days, he had passed. And it was my first encounter at, gosh, age 19, I believe, my first encounter with loss and death and the reality of Wow, we really don't live here forever. And I was really, really heartbroken and confused. But it was also a time where I began to ask questions. I began to wonder. I began to go, what is life about? Where do we go once we're done with this place? I saw a little poster and it was a group on campus a ministry that they were playing a film and it was called if I should die and I thought well that's interesting and so I was kind of really seeking and I went to this movie as a college student I walked in I sat down they played a film and to this day I can't tell you anything that film was about honestly I don't remember all I remember is the very last portion of it because it was so clear. They brought up the verse, Revelation 3.20. And it was Jesus, and he says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat and dine with him and he with me. At that moment, I knew. I just knew. I, I, I knew the Lord was knocking on the door of my life. I knew I needed answers. I knew I needed peace. I knew I needed a place to run to, something to believe in greater than myself. Because guess what? I had kind of been the driver of my own destiny. And all those accomplishments that I worked so hard on and getting that scholarship and going to school 
you know, those were all wonderful things, but they began to become shaky. And I needed something more than just myself. I needed something bigger. I kind of came to the end of myself. And I just knew. He's knocking on the door. And there were plenty of things that needed to be looked at in my life. So it was a simple answer. I said yes. I decided that day, I don't want to do this alone. I don't want to do life alone. I don't want to walk down this road by myself. I don't want to figure it all out. I want to know what's real. I want to know what I can depend on besides me. (laughs) Because, you know, we have our good days and we have our so not good days. And if I'm having to depend completely on myself, forget it. That's never going to be as consistent as I would hope it could be. But it just wasn't. Since that day, I've had no regrets. Not one. Not ever. I have been very grateful to have a personal relationship with the Lord because I had to, because I needed him in my life. And I'm not here to convince you. I'm just simply here to do what I believe God asked me to do, and that is to just share my heart. And the fourth leg on that table, I just felt like, As far as you getting to know me as a person, I wanted to share where it all began. Where did my faith begin? How did I come to that decision? I had an early realization at age 19 that life doesn't last forever. And sometimes at that age, we think it does. We think we're invincible. We think we can do anything. But I came to the gripping reality that Someone can be here in one day and gone three days later. And that was really eye-opening for me. You know, I'm going to share something. And in the last week, I've had two people in my direct life share with me that they have had people they know who took their lives. And I think about that and I think, you know, somehow they didn't have a place to run to. Somehow they ran out of hope. They ran out of faith. They ran out of maybe they were just relying on themselves for all the answers. And they just had nowhere else to go. And it honestly, it honestly breaks my heart. It really does. Because I think about the fact that every day we have an opportunity to trust in a God who made this world, who holds it in the palm of his hands, who knows you, who created you, who has a plan for you, a destiny, a a good plan. And yet we lose sight of that or we don't even know it's available to us. We don't even realize that it's there waiting for us. Somehow, at that season in my life, that event caused me to ask, what is life about? What is our purpose? Why are we here? How do we find meaning in our everyday life? 
I have come to find that as I've walked all of these years down a road of faith, down a road of not knowing the future, but trusting, not knowing what difficulties might come my way, but believing in a God who could get me through them, who could walk me in and through it, I began to see that fairly soon. I began to have hope in my own life. I began to have healing in my life. I began to get stronger in my faith. And God just delicately and sweetly began to show me who he was and what a life of walking with him is all about. I remember I had a cousin early on and she said, you know what? Hold God's hand and when you want to let go, you have to squeeze tighter. Because guess what? You're going to want to let go. You're going to come to a day where you want to just let go. But you got to squeeze tighter. you got to hold on. Because there will be things in life that are just hard. Things that you just don't understand. Things that you're not quite sure about. And you will want to let go. And it always was the best word picture for me because I think about God as being my father and I just held his hand and he walked me through some challenges, through some difficulties, but he also grew my faith. He also gave me ways that I could see what he was doing in my life and I continued to just grow and I continued to believe and I continued to walk forward. And I can honestly say that that was the best decision in my life. And that part of being here today is my desire to simply share that there are answers. There are places to run. You don't have to be alone. You don't have to get stuck in that despair and depression and just not have any hope for the future. I know I talk a lot about how God is good and how he's real. And there are a million ways I could tell you that. I mean, simple little ways like the fact that I run out of gas on a highway and somehow I don't even know. He just assigns angels and helps me. People stop. I have no cash on me. They go get gas. They fill me up and send me on my way. And I think that's crazy. But I know he was watching out for me. I can do some silly, dumb stuff. I'm not kidding. And so I just, I'm always grateful for just the little things. The rainbows when I needed to see them, the hearts, and the courage to just be here today and talk about my faith and talk about the fact that no matter where you're at, you don't have to believe like I do. You don't have to be right where I'm at at all. In fact, you might just go, all of that is nonsense. But I'm just here to encourage you. I'm just here to say, I have seen the goodness and the faithfulness of God in my own life as I've squeezed that hand of his and never let go. And there are things that happen when you begin to just take a little step and trust him, take a little step forward and say, okay, maybe, okay. Maybe I can look past the person that really hurt me and look to the one who matters the most 
maybe I can just step back and go, well, are you real? What can you show me? Sometimes we step out in faith like that, and it's scary. I've done that. And sometimes you might not always feel tingles and warmth and this and that, but I know that at the end of the day, when you're seeking him, when you really want to know if he's real, he will make himself real to you. My heart is to be Jesus with skin in a world of darkness, to encourage others, to smile, to love them, and to point to God. The fourth leg of this table is love. I kind of look at the four legs as Jesus, faith, hope, and love. I want to just keep it simple and describe it just like that. For those who believe, for those who don't, and for those who are not even quite sure, I get it. We're all on a journey, and that journey is full of unknowns. Blessings and joy, loss and pain, and how do you make sense of it all? I'm just sharing about the one who has helped me, the one I chose to put my faith in, the one I chose to trust despite loss or pain or difficulty. I have no regrets. So I will end with this. Take heart, my friends. Be encouraged. Be brave. The heart of this radio podcast centers around these simple truths. That God is real. He's faithful. He loves you. He is with you and he is for you. He has overcome the world and he enables us to do the same. Thank you. God bless you. And we'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Take Heart with Patty P. It is our greatest hope that you have been encouraged and inspired today in your faith, in your life, and in your walk with God. If you have enjoyed today's podcast, please take a moment to leave a review and an episode rating. Your thoughts and comments are so important to us. You can also subscribe to the show weekly and tell your family and friends. We would love that. For more encouragement or information about the show or the host of the show, Patty P, and the photography services that she also provides, you can visit her website at pattypxo.com. That's P-A-T-I-P-X-O.com. She would love to hear from you. Cycling isn't just cycling. It can be cycling or cycling. Or even cycling. Peloton isn't just one thing. We have classes that will ease you in and classes that will make you sweat. And a range of instructors so you can find your match. Whatever you're in the mood for, we can get you in the zone. See for yourself with a worry-free 30-day home trial. Visit OnePeloton.com slash home dash trial. Terms apply.